Hello, this is Wyatt Soselka with a Tomorrow's World webcast. Some welcomed the news with joy, others were shocked, but some of us knew that this day was coming. Why was the recent meeting between the Pope and the Russian Patriarch such a momentous event? How will this affect in the future not just the 1.5 billion or so Roman Catholics and Eastern Orthodox membership, but also billions of others who are not now part of either of these religious organizations. Why is the healing of the nearly 1,000-year-old schism between the Roman Catholic and the Eastern Orthodox Church such a momentous event, and how will this affect your life? As one of our recent Tomorrow's World News and Prophecy articles cited from a recent New York Times, back in mid-February, Pope Francis became the first pontiff to ever meet a patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church as those two leaders set aside centuries of division in a historic encounter that was held in an unlikely setting, a room at the Havana Airport. That is a quote or a reference from the New York Times, February 12, 2016. The Associated Press also noted this meeting and stated that it was a landmark development in the 1,000-year schism that has divided Christianity. Again, that's from the Associated Press, a February 12th article. The mainstream press is right. When they use terms such as a historic encounter and a landmark development, they are not exaggerating. But they don't understand even half of the importance of this long prophesied event that the Bible has talked about for millennia, and that God's church has been warning about for decades, even in this modern time. But let's ask ourselves first, why the meeting? Part of the answer is that the Vatican hopes that this meeting will reconcile doctrinal differences that have divided the Eastern and Western branches of the Romish church ever since what is referred to as the Great Schism of 1054. In the Great Schism, the Roman Church was split in two when the Pope, at that time the Pope in Rome, Leo IX, and the Patriarch of Constantinople, the leader of the Byzantine Church, Michael Sorelius, excommunicated each other over various issues of theology and papal authority. The reasons for the split are subject to lengthy books and doctrinal papers, but they largely revolved around a disagreement in how to explain the Holy Spirit, as well as clerical celibacy, the Eucharist, and a variety of other and related doctrines. Regardless of the reasons, this meeting did take place, and the stated intent was to grow closer in understanding and cooperation. Why is this meeting, or why was this meeting so important, and why is it so important to watch these events, and what are their significant meaning. There are many fascinating prophecies we could turn to, but we only have time for a couple. Notice in the book of Isaiah in your Old Testament, the prophet Isaiah foretells specific details about the activities of the end-time, paramount, professing Christian religious organization. The Bible calls her the daughter of Babylon and says that she claims she will be a lady forever. Think here of Rome, that eternal city. And the Bible also proclaims that she says there is no one else besides her. 
think of Rome or the Catholic Church's claim that it's the one true church. The Bible proclaims that it will assert, I shall not sit as a widow, nor shall I know the loss of children. Think of that church having different daughter churches leave it. These references are found in Isaiah 47, verse 18. In the New Testament, in the book of Revelation, the Bible speaks again of this same coming ecumenical movement. In Revelation chapter 17, Scripture again describes how at the end of the age, the great mother church will reach out to and will regather her wayward daughter churches. History and Bible prophecy reveal that the Catholic Church is the mother church of not only the Orthodox or ancient Byzantine Church, but also of the Protestant churches. You can notice this in Revelation 17, verse 5. Scripture is very clear that the Church of Rome will continue her efforts to bring her wayward daughters back under her wings. As the Roman Church gains political power and increasing international respect and authority, it will eventually shock the world with miraculous signs and wonders, this is also foretold in Scripture, while it supports a coming European beast power. Please read about these details in Revelation chapter 13. You may want to look at verses 11 through 18. The end-time leader of this great false church will also be the spiritual advisor to the military and economic strongman that the Bible calls the beast who will exercise dominance over the entire earth at the end of this age, but will also meet his end when Christ returns. The Bible makes it clear in Revelation 18, verse 3, that all nations will participate in this. They will all become drunk in their adoption, consumption, and participation in this false religious and economic system. You can read about all of this in Revelation chapters 17 through 19. But to help you with your study, you may also want to request our free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality, to help you with your study. That booklet reveals in much more detail very important and vital details about this exciting and sobering topic. Thank you for watching, and for more videos, articles, and other material about Bible prophecy and true Christianity, Find us on Facebook or visit our website at tomorrowsworld.org.